Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This episode of Check the Locks is brought to you by our friends at Audible. Audible is your one-stop shop for audio entertainment where you can always find the best of what you love or discover something new. That's right. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from mysteries, thrillers, biographies, and of course, true crime. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title a month from their catalog to keep forever, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Audible members also get access to thousands of podcasts from popular favorites, exclusive new series, and this very podcast you're listening to now. Plus, the Audible app makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere. While traveling, working out, walking the dog, doing chores, Audible makes listening anywhere easy. And best of all, Check the Locks listeners can try Audible for free for 30 days. So head over to audibletrial.com slash checkthelocks or click the link in the show notes to start enjoying Audible today. Warning, Check the Locks podcast is a true crime podcast and may contain graphic descriptions of violence, murder, sexual assault, and more. Check the Locks podcast is not appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome back to Check the Locks Podcast. As always, I'm John Connor. I'm Olivia Cornu. Saying thank you for joining us this week as we dive into yet another truly terrifying true crime case. As always, before we get into it, Olivia, it's wonderful to see you. 
How was your week? Are you getting excited? We've got a marathon coming up on Sunday. Tell me about it. How are you feeling? Um, I am ready to see the finish line. It has been a long end of summer, fall, and now the start of winter. It is time to run the race. That is awesome. I'm sure that you've been working so hard just to kind of get your training and to be where you need to be for it. Is there a part of you that's like, okay, I'm really pumped to do it, but I'm more pumped to just be done with it? Kind of. It's like mixed emotions. One, I want to make sure that I finish because there's always that fear that you may not finish. And then two, I'm just, I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. I'm sure. But it seems like it's a good test in like pushing yourself, right? Oh, 100%. It has pushed all my boundaries, mentally, emotionally, physically, all the things. So it's going to be an interesting day on Sunday. Well, that is awesome. I cannot wait to hear about it. You know, I'm going to text you. Don't trip. Don't fall. You got this. You're good. And it's, you know, it's pretty awesome that you found something that is allowing you to challenge yourself like that. You know, everybody needs something that they can work to overcome and to kind of mark as an accomplishment. So, yeah, I'm definitely excited for you. And I'm glad that, you know, it's finally here. Yeah. And I think when this episode actually airs, it will be done. The race will have been ran. Yeah, so on not this Monday's episode, but next Monday, we're going to have to find out how it went. But I'm super excited. So, yes, that's enough about me, John. How are you? How was your week? What's been going on in the Connor household? It's been good. Another sick kid. I was feeling under the weather last week and then Millie got the flu. Thankfully, we haven't gotten the flu, which is good. But it's just been, you know, ginger ale and Gatorade and crackers and everything bland over here. So. Just trying to make it through, ready for the holidays, ready for the end of the year, just ready to not be sick anymore. So, but other than that, everything's been good. We're all in good moods and everybody's feeling chipper and happy. So that's good. 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 Glad to hear everybody's on the men's. And I'll be running to a Dunkin' Donuts on Sunday. That's my, can you eat one (sighs) for me? Eat one in my honor. (laughs) I need 36 minis. Give me the donut holes. I'm going (laughs) to eat them all. You have to eat 26.2. (laughs) 26 and some crumbs (laughs) oh for to equal the marathon okay i can listen that's a tall order but i can do it (laughs) i'll give you the whole day you have seven hours to complete the task i don't know who you are talking to give me 20 (laughs) minutes 26 donut holes give me 20 minutes it'll be done all right all right i'll also put tape on my nipples so i don't chafe while i do it (laughs) (laughs) that is a thing (laughs) That's what I've heard. That's the number one reason I don't run marathons. It's that reason. That's why I don't do it. Yeah, that's why. It's a good one. Well, this week, it is your week. Enough about nipples. It (laughs) is your week. What do you got for us? What are we going to be talking about this week? Well, since we're in the month of December and we're getting close to Christmas, I thought I would touch on the Christmas killings that took place in Dayton, Ohio. Oh, my God. Okay. Idea. December Christmas true crime. You're bringing this case. I'll bring, we'll go all through December. Christmas related true crime. Does that sound good to you? Sounds good to me. All right, listeners, you heard it. Get ready to deck the halls with some true crime stories. So, well, awesome. I say we get into it. I'm really, really excited. Take it away whenever you're ready. It's December 24th, 1992 in Dayton, Ohio, when a group of teenagers were looking for trouble. 19-year-old Marvellis Keene and his girlfriend, Laura Taylor, called her friend Heather Matthews to help them rob their friend, Joseph Wilkerson. The plan was to set up an orgy with the four of them. Once at Wilkerson's house, the four set out for the bedroom. Once there, everyone began to take off their clothes when Marvellus Keene pulled out a gun. He demanded the two girls tie up Wilkerson. 
Taylor and Matthews then ransacked the house, stealing a TV, a curling iron, and a few other items. Keene found where Wilkerson kept his gun. He used the firearm to shoot Wilkerson in the chest. Keene then handed Laura Taylor his gun, and she shot Wilkerson in the head. The three fled the scene. Then the horrific evening continued. Keene and Taylor joined their friend, Demarcus Smith. The three were just walking around with their guns locked and loaded when they ran upon Danita Goulet at a payphone. Demarcus Smith and Marvellus Keene both pulled their guns, forcing Danita to take off her shoes. Both then shot Danita Goulet. She was pronounced deceased at the hospital. Later that night, Demarcus Smith shot Heather Matthews' boyfriend, Jeffrey Wright. Now remember, Heather Matthews was one of the original people who helped in the first murder against Joseph Wilkerson. This is crazy. They're going on a a spree or like a rampage, you know, and I'm really interested to find out if we ever learn why or what drove them to do this. But as it's going through, I'm just wondering where this is going to go, because it seems like they're just out literally taking anybody's lives that they want to. And that's crazy. Yeah. And I'm trying to keep all the names together. So I just try to stick with their last names just so it doesn't get too confusing. But Jeffrey Wright ended up surviving. So Keen, Taylor, and Smith, or as they called themselves, the Downtown Posse, continued their night of terror. They shot and killed Richmond Maddox. Maddox was Laura Taylor's former boyfriend, and he was killed by a single gunshot to the head. The following morning, the trio stole Kathy Henderson's car at gunpoint. They later used this car to go to a mini-mart, where Laura Taylor reports back to the guys that there were only three people inside. They all entered, ambushed, and robbed Sarah Abraham's family store. Sarah was sadly shot in the head, later dying. The trio also shot two bystanders in the robbery, Jones Pettis and Edward Thompson, both of which would later testify against Keene. Keene, Taylor, and Smith were on the lookout for their friend Wendy Cottrell as they thought she was going to tell the police. They stopped and picked up their friend Nick Woodson. After picking up Cottrell and Marvin Washington, the group drove off to a gravel pit. They forced Cottrell and Washington to the gravel area, shooting and leaving them for dead. The amount of violence in this is just blowing my mind. And the fact that both of these girls had these guys like target their ex-boyfriends, which I thought was very strange. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. This is not the kind of group that I want to be hanging out with. I can tell you that. Yeah, they're like a, a friend gang. They're literally like a gang just going around killing people and people that they know and like hang out with. Well, and what's crazy, too, is like Marvellous is 19. So like he's a young guy mm-hmm. and to just start with this level of violence. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. This story gets real wild as, as everything starts to unfold and just how quickly everything happened. Well, let's keep going. Cause I'm definitely interested to find out how it plays out. On December 26th, Dayton police receive a call from Nick Woodson. Woodson claimed he was afraid of people who were trying to get him to participate in robbing and murdering people. Police asked Woodson to come in for questioning, but refused and would only speak over the phone. Nick Woodson told the police several details related to the murders, starting with the name Demarcus Smith. Woodson was also able to provide Heather Matthews' first name. He described to the police the types of vehicles the group was driving around in. A red Buick, a blue Pontiac Grand Am, and a black Dodge Shadow. The case was handed to the Lawson brothers, who were both detectives in Dayton, Ohio. The pair of detectives were sent to pick up Nick Woodson, but when they arrived, he had left for the police station. Woodson had told his neighbor he was afraid people were coming to his house to kill him. The neighbor then told detectives that they would likely be in a black Dodge shadow. Dispatchers were warned that whoever was in that car would be considered armed and dangerous. 
On December 26th, Officer Huber was patrolling the streets in the area when he caught a glimpse of a black Dodge Shadow. He quickly ran the plates, but the registration was to a Joseph Wilkerson for a 1989 blue Pontiac Grand Am. As Officer Huber was following the shadow, he actually drove past the blue Grand Am parked on the side of the road. The back license plate was missing, but the front plate belonged to the black Dodge Shadow. Now realizing that the plates had been switched, units were radioed to be on the lookout for this black Dodge Shadow. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It sounds like the plates were switched. So it's he's like, oh, this is a blue Grand Am, but that blue Grand Am's over here and probably just trying to figure out what's going on in that moment because nothing has seemed to match. Yeah, and again, all this is, this is like a true first 48. Everything's just happening so quickly and it's all just, you know, simultaneously happening or, you know. Quickly, police caught up with the car. One of the four suspects fled the car on foot. He was later identified as Demarcus Smith. Police were able to catch up with the other three. Marvellis Keene, Laura Taylor, and Heather Matthews held at gunpoint by multiple officers. At this point, the three followed instructions and got out of the car. They were promptly arrested, and in the car was a loaded twenty-five caliber gun. Keene was found to be wearing a necklace and a red jacket. The necklace was later found to have belonged to Wendy Cottrell. The red jacket was Danita Goulet's. In his pocket, he was carrying a knife that resembled a type that Joseph Wilkerson used to give to his relatives. Soon, witnesses pointed in the direction that the fourth suspect had fled, a house on Coomler Street. Detectives arrived at the home and were greeted by Sandra Pinson. Pinson told police she was in the house alone, but seconds later, a man comes walking down the stairs. The man claimed his name was Dion. Police then searched the rest of the home. To their surprise, the officers found Sandra Pinson's boyfriend upstairs. He stated the man walking down the stairs was not Sandra's son, Dion, but was in fact the suspect they were looking for. Police arrest Dion and find out he is indeed Demarcus Smith. Pinson told police that the gang of Keene, Taylor, Smith, and Matthews had been staying at her home. She admitted that she and her boyfriend were afraid to go downstairs because they all had guns. Sandra also told detectives that her son Dion had been arrested on traffic violations. He had been driving a stolen car that he received from Marvellous Keene, a red Buick. That red Buick was registered to none other than Joseph Wilkerson, who lived on Prescott Avenue. Olivia, you know that I'm a girl dad. Of course I do, John. You have an adorable four-year-old. That's right. And I have to be honest, I haven't always been great at picking out the cutest outfits for, but I have found the solution. Now what's that? Great Lakes Kids Apparel. From dresses, pajamas, raglan tees, rompers, and more, Great Lakes Kids Apparel has everything and my kiddo loves their clothes. But aren't kids' clothes really expensive? And they wear them out and outgrow them so fast. Well, that's the best part. Great Lakes Kids Apparel offers affordable, wearable, and playable clothes. So no matter how hard your child plays, they last. In fact, I have to fight my daughter to take them off long enough just to get them into the wash. That sounds awesome. But do they take forever to ship? No way. Great Lakes Kids Apparel is based out of Ohio and offers fast shipping, usually within two business days. Plus, they offer free shipping on all orders over $50, and you can sign up for their awesome rewards program and earn GLK bucks. Wow, John, that sounds like I need to send out some gifts from Great Lakes Kids Apparel. How do I check them out? All you have to do is head over to GreatLakesKidsApparel.com or click the link in the show description to start shopping today. Again, that's GreatLakesKidsApparel.com. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKS at checkout to save 20% off your first order. 
Because of this, police wanted to investigate the Wilkerson connection further. They arrived at Wilkerson's house to find the door unlocked. The house had been ransacked and destroyed. Police found Wilkerson's body on the bed in the room. He was tied up and lifeless. Investigators found a bullet casing whose ballistics matched the 25 caliber handgun found in the Dodge Shadow. As the ammunition began to tie all these cases together, detectives now have all four suspects in custody and the interrogation begins. Keene was noted to be respectful and well-mannered. Heather Matthews claimed she had only driven the getaway cars, and Laura Taylor immediately requested a lawyer. Two days later, after all the suspects were arrested, police were notified of the discovery of two dead bodies near a gravel pit. These victims would later be identified as Wendy Cottrell and Marvin Washington. Both victims had suffered multiple gunshot wounds inflicted by a 25 caliber handgun. All parties would be found guilty of murder. It was later proven in court that Laura Taylor was the mind behind all the crimes. Laura Taylor and Heather Matthews are serving life sentences for murder at the Ohio Reformatory for Women. DeMarcus Smith is serving a life sentence at the Mansfield Correctional Institute. As for Marvellis Keene, he was indicted by the grand jury on eight counts of aggravated murder, two counts for each Wilkerson, Washington, and Cottrell, and one count for Goulette and Abraham. He was also indicted on six counts of aggravated robbery, one count aggravated burglary, one count burglary, two counts kidnapping, and two counts of attempted aggravated murder. According to the Clemency Report, Keene served his time at the Southern Ohio Correctional Facility. He was sentenced to death and was executed by lethal injection on July 21, 2009. His final words being, I have no words. This story is insane, and especially to think that this happened on Christmas Day and the day after Christmas, and it's just so violent. I don't understand why it's so violent. I have so many questions, too. Like, when you were doing your research, when you were diving in, did they touch at all about why Laura was the mastermind behind everything? It mostly came out in the court that she was the mastermind behind everything, that the other suspects had kind of pointed the finger towards her. But there was never really any revelation that I came to that said, like, how and why she got the guys involved. But they mostly make this story about Marvellus Keene. So when you're Googling, it's more about him and less about the other suspects. So I found that really interesting because you could find a lot of articles about him, but there wasn't a whole lot of information about the other three. And that's really interesting because as you were going through, what I was thinking about was like, you know, these girls are having their ex-boyfriends murdered, you know what I mean? Or, or attempted murder. Right. So that's why I was like, Oh, I wonder if there's any more about, did she mastermind maybe that part as like a revenge kind of thing. But as you're going through, it really does sound like it's, you know, DeMarcus Smith is Marvellous. They're the ones that are going through and unleashing this chaos in this town, you know? This case is really like a first 48. Like, it all happens so quickly. It's like if you were watching a show and all the things are happening at once and you're in the neighborhood and you're talking to the neighbors. And, like, I can just envision this whole thing in a neighborhood in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, I completely agree. And I was going through as you were reading the story and I was thinking about so many things. I was like, yep, checks my deadbolt test. Yep, checks my deadbolt test. Yep. So, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into it, but I definitely know where I'm falling on it. And I would love to kind of talk it through with you. All right, John, well, where do you fall on the deadbolt test? So for me, I'm putting this at like a nine. Okay. This is the fear that I have of something random. You know, when I'm in a convenience store, I stop to get gas. I'm in line. I'm always looking around. I'm looking around to see like, is anybody acting weird? You know, I'm kind of clocking what's happening just because I don't want 
to be in a situation where I don't know what's going on or I don't know where to go. And just the idea that you could be in the store and these people rush in and then next thing you know, you're shot and you're on the floor or you're using a payphone or you're just walking down the street. You know, it's that random act. I know we've talked about it before, but like you can prepare for everything, right? Like I can prepare to make sure that if somebody tries to break into my house, I have an alarm, I have cameras, right? I can get the best security system for my car, can do all these things to prepare for these scenarios. But there's still these moments where you're vulnerable when I'm just walking down the street or I'm in a gas station or just minding my own business. And then this just dark energy of the universe just rolls up on you randomly. And to me, I think that's extremely terrifying. So I'm going to put this at a solid nine for sure. Yeah, I can relate to that. And I think I'll put it close up there about an eight. And I actually had this conversation today. So we got a new Chick-fil-A close to my job and we were walking today. Well, you have to walk past this bus stop. Then there's a lot of people just standing around smoking their cigarettes, their cigars and, you know, just doing their thing. And today we were walking and there was a group of women yelling at each other. And I said, this is kind of like when you're at the wrong place at the wrong time. This is a situation and when those things happen. And that, again, goes back to the like act of randomness. Like You're just at the wrong spot at the wrong time when someone decides to shoot you. And that, to me, is very scary. And this makes me think of that and always being on like high alert and things, you know? Yeah, and I think the other thing, too, is, like again, talking about the preparedness, right? Like There are some areas. I grew up outside of Detroit. So there are some areas that I knew, like if I go in this area, I need to be extra on alert because, you know, it's just a high crime area. Right. Yeah. But this kind of thing where it's random like that, it's like somewhere that you would never expect it. If the wrong person is there at the wrong time, you know, and that's really that's what gets under my skin. It's just like you can't stop the random. You can't prepare for the random. You know, it's like that whole like, you know, you can eat healthy. You can run marathons, but maybe one day you step off a curb and a bus decides to run a red light. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you can't plan for that. So in this kind of situation, I'm just like, oh, man, it 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 seriously chills me. Yeah. And it touches close to home. That's all of our crime right now. It's just random crime, random shootings, random carjackings. And it's scary. But this one, this one took a lot of energy. It was piecing all the pieces together and just trying to process how quickly everything was happening but definitely very scary on the deadbolt test. Yeah. And from what you've told me, like in new Orleans, like these random things tend to happen pretty frequently. So I can understand why that would be like, yeah, this hit home or it's like hard to go through it and Mm -hmm. digest what you're actually reading, you know, because Dayton is a pretty big city too. being from Michigan and living now in Tennessee. I've driven through Dayton tons of times and it's like, it's a, a big city, you know? Well, that's all I got, John. I would say great job. A lot of these cases don't tend to get under my skin, but for some reason, just like that, you could just be there. It really got me. So I think you picked a good one. And that is where we fall on the deadbolt test. I'm putting it at a nine. Olivia's right behind me with an eight, but we want to know where does the Christmas killings fall on your deadbolt test? You can let us know. Reach out to us on Instagram at check the locks pod. You can find us on Twitter at check the locks. And if you are not in our Facebook group, what are you doing? We are six members away from 600 people in the Facebook group. And it's kind of blowing my mind because we're seeing people join. It's just, again, everybody's so nice. I don't know about you. You got a ton of birthday wishes in the Facebook group. The Facebook group is amazing. I got so many birthday wishes. I felt so loved from everybody on there. And if you're not in the Facebook group, we tell you this every week. It's the best place on the internet. So what are you waiting for? Join our Facebook group. That's right. We love our Facebook group. We love our family, our community. So please 
If you are not in there, we are hanging out all the time. Please use the link in the show notes. Go ahead and join. We would love to have you come hang out with us. Olivia, I told you this case hit me pretty hard. So I did want to ask you, can we switch gears? Do you have a five-star review for us this week? Yes. This week's five-star review comes from Voice Vote. They said, I have always enjoyed true crime podcasts, but I just love the way this one is done, and it's become one of my favorites. I'm sad I have to wait a week for the next one every week. Great job, guys. So thank you, Voice Vote. Let us know who you are. Reach out to us so we can send you some stickers or some buttons. We got some new stuff coming, don't we, John? We do. We might have some keychains because check the locks. Got to have some keychains. So we'll have those very soon. I thought that was kind of cool. And also, hopefully this review is from a little while ago, because as you know, Wednesdays, we do have true crime for the short on time. We're dropping two episodes a week now. So hope you're enjoying those as well. If you are, again, reach out to us. Let us know. We would love to hear what you think. And Olivia, if someone wants to have their five-star review read on the show, what is the best way to do that? Well, they need to hop on over to the Apple Podcast app, scroll all the way down on our show page, look for all five stars, click all five stars, tell us what you think about the podcast, and maybe your review will be read next week. Yeah, I know we talk about it every single week, but these reviews, they really help us. They help us get into suggestions for other shows. They help us grow our community, our family, and that's really what we are trying to do. Olivia, I have to tell you. We have a voicemail. We have a voicemail? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I love, 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 love this podcast. I've been listening for a few weeks. I found it on Instagram and I've been just catching up on all the episodes that I haven't listened to before, like all the old episodes. And I just love it. I actually just watched the Eyeball Killer episode and it was amazing. 10 out of 10. Thank you guys for making this amazing podcast and spending all your time and putting all your energy into it. And I love it. What do you think of that voicemail from Sarah, Olivia? I love, 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 love that Sarah left us a voicemail. And I'm so happy to hear her enthusiasm about the podcast. That right there makes it all worth it for me. And I'm sure you feel the same way, John. I 100% agree. I know we talk about it a lot, but these voicemails and getting to hear people's voices and feel like we know who's listening is one of the best things about doing this show. And I'm so happy that we've had two in a row So if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, please go into the show notes. There's a link that you can click right there. Hit that link. Leave us a voicemail. We would love to hear from you. And Sarah, you know what? I feel like sending you something as well. Sounds like you're listening. You just listened to the eyeball killer. So you're caught up. I'd love to send you something. So Sarah, voice vote, hit us up. Instagram, check the locks pod. Twitter, check the locks. If you're not in our Facebook group or if you are in our Facebook group, Hit us up. Let us know there. And if you are not a social person, that's totally fine. Head over to checkthelockspod.com. Click the email button. Send us an email. Let us know where to send this stuff. We would love to get you some stuff out in the mail. So thank you for your support. Thank you for your everything that you do to, to help us out. We really, really appreciate it. We also have a Patreon. So if you're interested in financially supporting the show, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash check the locks. We've got all sorts of cool tiers. You get stickers, exclusive mugs t-shirts, things like that. Did want to say a very warm welcome to our newest Patreon, Gail. We are super happy to have you as part of the Patreon family as well, Gail. So again, if you're interested in supporting us financially, check it out. Patreon is a great way to do that. And if you can't support us financially, that is 100% understandable. Just listening to the show every week, coming and hanging out with us means just as much, if not more. So thank you if you've been listening to the show. You're sharing it with your friends. That helps us in ways that we could never even put into words. So we appreciate you. 
We are so grateful to have you as part of the family. That is all that we've got for you this week. Make sure that you are subscribed to Check the Locks on your favorite podcast app so you do not miss Wednesday's True Crime for the Short on Time. Join us again next Monday as we dive into yet another truly terrifying true crime Christmas case. But until then, don't forget to Check the Locks. See you next week. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.